Welcome to Berenson Bond, episode 22, with your host, Corey and Diego Berenson. Hello, Diego. Hello. How are you? Good. Cold. Cold? Cold. You're cold. It's burning hot outside. But it, I'm inside, Dad. It's cold inside. All right, we're going to go, we're going to read through a couple books. Diego is going to read through... A book called The Way of the Samurai by Geronimo Stilton. And I'm going to read a little bit more from 21 Lessons for the 21st Century by Yuval Harari. But before we do that, can you please, please, please tell me how you made $6 yesterday? Um, let me put my book down. So, yesterday... Um, if you guys are listening to all of our episodes and not just some, um, you might have heard of Declan, and like we said, he's a neighbor from five houses away, um, and me and him today and yesterday, we did this like last year on the driveway. Um, where we were dancing for tips, <laughs> and then we did dancing that for yesterday, tips. dollars, and today, so we got a ten dollar bill from someone, and my mom's the bank, so we turned that into her, so she kept that, and then, uh, she kept that, and then gave us uh five dollar bills. And then we got also quarters, four quarters, so Duck kept that, and then I got one dollar bill. He got four quarters, which makes a dollar, so he had five dollars, six dollars. I'm talking about yesterday. He got six dollars, and I got six dollars, so we got a five dollar bill each. And he got four quarters, which is six dollars, and then I got another dollar, which is six dollars, so... And then today we made $2 in total. So in total of today and yesterday, we made $7. I mean... Yeah, $7 each. Eight, nine, $9. We had 6 in yesterday. Total, in total, though. Total, right. 12, I mean... We made 10. Hold on. No, 12, because we each got 6. So 12... Plus 2? 14. So we made fourteen dollars in total plus today and yesterday. And how much is that each? Um, fourteen. Mm-hmm. Seven dollars. Seven dollars. You know, you you know what's called? You were dancing out there with your Bluetooth speaker and your oh, music. That's died. called it, the speaker died, so we just use it. Yeah, that's okay. It's called street performance. So you were doing dances like Orange Justice, the hype. I saw the hype. That was yesterday. I saw. Oh, well, well, today it was just Orange Justice all day. Right there on the corner, street performing. And the people who gave you the first ten dollars got out of the car, and you got to dance with them. That's what I heard. I wasn't here, but I heard. That's what happened. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then yesterday, it's been a long time. But we went down to the river, got in a kayak with your friend Bodie. School friend. 
school friend who has been here on the podcast too. And we all went out there to the river. It was perfect weather. The water was cold though. They got to the middle of the river where it's called shallow. Super shallow. You could stand in the you, middle of the you, river. You saw the rocks. The water was kind of cold. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it's hard to put your face in for the first time because it's really cold. Mm-hmm. Um, so we got soaked. And then we skipped rocks and then threw rocks and stuff. We saw some turtles. Did you see any alligators? Crocodiles. Too much movement. Too many people? Guess what two sharks live in fresh water? What? Guess. The bull shark. What's the other one? Uh, what's it called? Uh, like a... Come on, you can do it. It started with the TH, like a... Come on, come on, brain. Work that brain. Here it comes. I see the wheels spinning inside your head. I see it. I see it. Okay, you remember it later. That's fine. We had a good day. Thrasher shark. Thrasher shark. All right. That was in the Arctic, though. In the Arctic? Where it's fresh, too. Because of the ice, it takes out the salt. Ooh. So the glacier melts and it's freshwater? Yeah, and the shark so blue can sharks live in freshwater too, like in lakes. Because I heard there's a lot of bull sharks in no, Brazil. not lakes, um, rivers. Sorry. That's right, they come. Lakes are like more like skinnier. Because a bull shark can come up from the ocean and go way into a river, look for food, and then it comes back out to the ocean. They can live in both. Mm-hmm. They can breathe both. It's pretty cool. So let's see. Let's. I like the name of your book. Can go ahead and read a couple of pages from the Way of the Samurai. Um. Let's see, so it's like a couple. I'm already a couple chapters ahead. Three chapters ahead. Uh, this is not right at the third chapter, but around the. What's the third chapter? Um. So. While Lily chucked, isn't this great? Sultan, Sultan, now you have, now you'll have something to write about when you get back. That is, if you make it back alive, he said with a smirk. I try to not think about the other possibility as Benjamin planned a kiss on my snout. Have a good time, Uncle Geronimo. He squeaked. One hour later, I board, boarded a plane with Wild Lily, Chop Chop, and Lotus, like the car. <laughs> Lotus, now. Um, we were on a long flight to Tokyo, the capital of Japan, and then, and then planned to head to south of the island of Okinawa. Okinawa. Um, where karate is said to have been born. During the flight, I flipped through the guide to Japan. What a fascinating country. Shrewd Paul's knows everything. 
um, fourth chapter, uh, the airport, airport in Tokyo, a chauffeur dressed in dark clothes greeted us. While Lily sang, he asked as he bowed deeply, Mr. Shrewd Pauls, Shrewd Pauls invited you to his house. He wants to talk to you, talk with you. While Lily, uh, twirled his mustache and slowly blinked. Mm. Shrewd Pauls, I haven't heard that name in many years. How do you know we, how did you know we were coming? He asked, surprised. The driver bowed, stunned face. Shrewd Pauls knows everything, he said. Well then, take us to him, grumbled Wild Lily. Wild Willie Sand means Mr. Wild Lily. Um, uh, Chauffeur bowed and said, please follow me. Then he led us to his car, the most uh, luxurious limousine I've ever seen. Oh, luxurious. Luxurious limousine I've ever seen. Extremely long with a shiny black uh, X and tin tinted glass. We arrived in Tokyo at dawn. It was breathtaking. Thousands of skyscrapers shimmered uh, majestically under the first rays of the sun. Uh, the limo zoomed along the crowded streets with frenzied cars circled the center of the city. I admired the marvelous ancient buildings and the splendid gardens in the, in the old section of Tokyo. Uh, what a magnificent, magnificent city. We look, I took one picture after another. Here are some of them. Um, well, the chauffeur drove Oh, the, pulled us I think together. it's chauffeur. Chauffeur. It's like a personal driver. But it says C-H. Mm-hmm. It's pronounced chauffeur. But C-H-A-U-F-F-E-R. Spell it. C-H-A-U-F-F-E-U-R. Yeah, chauffeur. But usually C-H is pronounced ch- True, but it's a French word, chauffeur. Um, I believe it's French. But it is chauffeur. So, Gendia, known as the most fat mouse shopping, this district has used to... This district. Mm-hmm. Is that at the door? It might be... It might be a knock. You want to check? Okay. Okay, hold on. We'll just pause. I'm just gonna check. I don't know how to say the word. Okay, we'll pause. We're back. Okay, we're back. Um, let's see. We had a knock at the door, but we'll get back to that later. Okay, so you remember where you were? Okay. Uh, Akibabra. Spell it. Uh, A-K-I-H-A-B-A-R-A. 
Does that sound right? It doesn't have a J. Let me see that word. Where is it? Where are you? Is it the skyscraper? No. I see limousine, breathtaking, shimmered, frenzied. Where are you? Oh, you're looking at pictures. This is pictures of different cities. It's Akihabara. But you can skip that and go to the next page. One of the pages no, just these, has photos that the character there. took. Okay. Okay. Um, this area is known for having the most stores that sell electronic equipment, such as high-tech computers, cell phones, and video games. Cool. Really cool. <laughs> uh, Tokyo skyscrapers, they have tons there. Tons of skyscrapers? Tons. Awesome. Like Tropical Garden in Tokyo. So, Kabuki Theater opened in 1889. That's a long time ago. Yeah, it is. 1889, but closed in 2010. It was known for serious Japanese entertainment, including music, dance, music and dance performances. Performances. Um... I want to tell you all the I want to tell you all the real reason for this trip to Japan. We are out to have an adventure that may be that may become very dangerous. He whispered, I shivered. The teacher who taught me karate many years ago asked me to help him save an agent treasure asked me to help him save an ancient treasure, an important uh, parchment, wildly explained this um, P-I-Q-U-E-D. Peaked. Peaked. Lotus now. Interest. Why is it so important, he asked. Because it holds an ancient karate secret, and someone is out to steal it. Um, answers Wild Lily with a frown. Who? asked Lotus Snout. Will you? Wild Lily stroked his mustache. I don't know, but I bet we'll find out soon. Maybe it's shrewd Pauls. I mean, he doesn't know everything. Mm-hmm. Um... He mumbled. I was horrified. But but then why did he agree to? Why did we agree to go to his her house? Ha ha house! I squeaked, feeling a panic attack coming on. Willie just smiled. We need to find out what he wants. Maybe he can give us a clue to help our mission. He said. I look at. Uh, at it this way, Sultan. Now you have something to write about when you when you get home. That is, if you make it back alive. Ooh. Um. Watch out for the Wasby. Uh, Geronimo. Oh, Wasabi. <laughs> That's what he, the story you said. Wasabi, 
about when you tried when you thought it was just something else? Oh, that one. <laughs> you mean when I did not know what wasabi was yeah, and I thought it was, it was like a little tiny bit of guacamole? Yeah. You're like, mm, this is going to be so good. Mm. One whole chip in it. Ah. Ah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. It was if you I... don't know what it is, it's like this really hot sauce, right? It's a Almost hot like green hot sauce. paste. Like... Yeah, it's super hot. Um, Do you remember what I told you? Yeah. Like, you ate a chip and then you said, like, I like cartoon characters. How when, like, they eat something really hot and then smoke comes out of their ears like a train. <laughs> that is exactly how <laughs> And then your eyes I got felt. really red and watery. Oh, yeah. I was sitting at a table with my aunt and all her friends at the lunch table. Embarrassing. <laughs> I, I just... Drove to California. I still had stuff in my car. I just got to California. I went to meet for lunch. I've never had sushi. They said, hey, here's some sushi at a sushi restaurant. I said, sure. They gave me some food. I saw green stuff. I thought it was some kind of guacamole stuff. Because you like guacamole? I put all of it on one piece of sushi, which is just a little bit of rice and avocado. I ate it, and I wondered why they were all staring at my face, because they were waiting for my head to explode, and then I felt... So all of them knew what it oh, was? Oh, they, they saw it, and they, it they're to like, themselves, they're like, <gasps> like on the So on the outside, oh, on the they're just, yeah, they're on, the just outside? Like, on the outside, they're like, hmm. They're like, but on the inside, they're like, don't eat it, don't no, eat no, no. it. It was too no, late. No, the inside, don't like, eat no, it. No, 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 because it was too late. I put all of it on one piece and all of them knew to stare at me they're like there's no way there's no way you're gonna do this so they were all looking at me and i was looking around they were looking at me i was like hmm, what's the big deal and then oh the fire oh felt like my whole inside of my nose got ripped out torched on fire stomped on put back in <laughs> and then burn it some more and then I didn't want to react because I was embarrassed. So just like, I just tried to breathe slowly, like. <sighs> but then the tears started coming out. Lots of tears because it's so hot. <laughs> so hot. <laughs> so hot. <laughs> tears just started coming out, and I was trying to be cool. I was trying to be cool. Steam out of the ears. <laughs> And then they all started laughing. <laughs> and then what were you like? I'm like, what was that? What was that poison? <laughs> so, that's wasabi. Yeah. <laughs> now I know what it is. Yeah. Okay, um, carry on. Watch out for the wasabi, Geronimo. Before I could jump out of the limo and run away squeaking with fear, uh, we rolled up to an elegant house built with the traditional Japanese style. It was made of wood with a large roof decorated with four dragons. Um, surrounding the house was a magnific magnific magnificent garden complete with gold ring fountains, incredible rock formations, and many uh, Bonsai trees. Bonsai. Bonsai trees. A large, flashy rodent with shifty eyes and a black 
troop on his head came to greet us. My name is... I can't read that handwriting. Welcome to my fabulous home, he announced me bonsai or dwarf trees. Um, so how many more pages you got? Um, I'll just read... He's thinking. This is this last page. Okay. Um. Then he began to brag about himself. As you can see, my house. I am a very rich. There and therefore are very, a very important house here in Japan. You should also know I am a grand master of karate. And I was a student of the famous Notable Mouse. So he said... The famous who? Uh, I, I can't read it. That's fine. Um, he said, while Willie raised an eyebrow, I too have became a grand master of karate and I too was a great, was a student of no... Nob la mouse, I think is how you pronounce it. Um, but maybe you have forgotten his techniques being rich does not make you important, he declared. Shoot, shoot, shoot balls turned red with anger. Um, but his, but is stroked with two and mounted for us to follow him while the willy removed his boots and Japanese homes. Um, one enters without shoes and I followed as I um, looked around me. Uh, I had this strange feeling Hold on. Oh, this is the part with wasabi, I think. I'll Why are you smiling? Here. I'll step here. There we go. Alright, so pop quiz. Tell me about what you just read. So, he's at Japan. And then get in front at, of that. Get in front of he's that. At Jap- he's not at. He's in Tokyo, Tokyo Japan. Mm-hmm. Um... And at Shud Paul's house. Go on. That's what I was reading. <laughs> and why did you pick that book? Uh. Look cool? Yeah? Have you read that before? No. How long has it been in our house? 5,000 trillion decades. 5,000 trillion decades. Got it. 
All right, so now you have to finish that book tonight. No. Oh, yeah. No. Say hello to your nighttime reading. Hello, nighttime reading. How are you? How dare you? All right, are you ready for mm. me to read a little bit of grown-up stuff to you? Because no. it's so hilarious. I'm not ready. All right, when I pause, you can ask me a question. Whoa, 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 wait, wait, wait. How much pages? Uh, just reading? a few. Like, what's, what is a few? Two, three, four, five. I want the exact number. I don't know. Because I, I bounce the around. the exact number. Okay, this is from chapter 15. Read two. I'll read what I read. Two. Okay. I'll read to you. That's correct. Good thinking. So this is chapter 15 called Ignorance. You know less than you think. The Do Not Go to Sleep. The preceding chapters surveyed some of the most important problems and developments of the present era from the overhyped threat of terrorism to the underappreciated threat of technological disruption. If you're left with a nagging feeling that this is too much, that you can't process it all, you're absolutely right. Nobody can. Individual humans know embarrassingly little about the world, and as history has progressed, they have come to know less and less. A hunter-gatherer in the Stone Age knew how to make her own clothes, how to start a fire, how to hunt rabbits, how to escape lions. We think we know far more today, but as individuals, we actually know far less. We rely on the expertise of others for almost all our needs. In one humbling experiment, people were asked to evaluate how well they understood the workings of an ordinary zipper. Before I read the next part, so do you think you can explain how a zipper works? I mean, well, it's a thing on a jacket. Good. That... How does it work? How would you explain it to me? Which part of the zipper? Like the zipper part or like the metal part that you got? All of it. That whole thing is a zipper. Can you explain to me how does it work? So there's a zipper on a jacket Mm -hmm. and there's this like V looking line Mm -hmm. that goes down from top to bottom, not like the very top to the top of the jacket. Well, actually, yeah. So top to bottom, top to bottom, and uh, there's this little metal thing, depending on when it's made of or something. It's a little metal thing that you zip up to close and down to unzip. And then how does it actually close? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) It's magic because you just go up, it closes, down. Magic. Okay, that's one good reason. So to not put all the pressure on you, I'll try to answer it too. I know it has the part that brings them together, and it it can be made out of plastic or metal, and then one tooth goes over each tooth together that's true but what i think it's magic i think each part that goes on top of the, this part has a little tiny dip right a little tiny part that goes down and then this one has a little space for it to 
being and then this one sits on top of that one it has a little bit of a curve and then this one has a tiny bit of a part that fits in there and I think if you put them like that that still doesn't explain them not letting go ever yeah but maybe it is maybe that's enough just because there's a little dip and a little part that fits in it maybe that's as good as I can get okay so we pretty hard me and you don't even know how to properly explain how a zipper works but we think we know all about zippers right because we use them all the time okay most people confidently replied that they understood zippers very well after all they use them all the time They were then asked to describe in as much detail as possible all the steps involved in the zipper's operation. How it works. Most people had no idea. This is what Stephen Sloman and Philip Fernbach have termed the knowledge illusion. In quotes. That's why I said it all fancy. The knowledge illusion. The knowledge illusion. We think we know a lot, even though individually we know very little, because we treat knowledge in the minds of others as if it were our own. This is not necessarily bad. Our reliance on groupthink has made us masters of the world, and the knowledge illusion enables us to go through life without being caught in an impossible effort to understand everything ourselves. For example, you're born into a world where we have cars. You already have driven a car. Cool, right? You didn't need to think about how do you make a car. You didn't need to think about how do you build a car. How do you fix a car. You didn't need to think about roads. But I could put you as a six-year-old in a car and tell you to drive, and you can drive this beautiful machine. Right? Okay. Hold that in your mind. From an evolutionary perspective, trusting in the knowledge of others has worked extremely well for Homo sapiens. That's us. Yet like many other human traits that have made sense in the past ages but caused trouble in the modern age, the knowledge illusion has its downside. The world is becoming ever more complex. The people fail to realize just how ignorant they are of what's going on. Consequently, some people who know next to nothing about meteorology or biology nevertheless propose policies regarding climate change or genetically modified crops. While others hold extremely strong views about what should be done in Iraq or Ukraine without being able to locate these countries on a map. People rarely appreciate their ignorance because they lock themselves inside an echo chamber of like-minded friends and self-confirming news feeds where their beliefs are constantly reinforced and seldom challenged. I can see it through the microphone. So as that saying is, if you think you know all, pretend you know all about BMX. (laughs) Because you love BMX bikes and it's super fun, right? That's cool. Do you think you could organize a BMX competition between hundreds of BMXers or how to 
find where they build BMX frames and how do they even get the material for the tires? Where's the machine that makes the bike tires? Who decided to put a chain instead of a rubber chain? We know very little, but we know how to ride a bike and have fun, right? Okay, keep that in your mind. Carrying on. Why are you making that weird face? Nothing. <laughs> okay, back to the book. Providing people with more and better information is unlikely to improve matters. Scientists hope to dispel wrong views by better science education, and pundits hope to sway public opinion on issues such as Obamacare or global warming by presenting the public with accurate facts and expert reports. Such hopes are grounded in a misunderstanding of how humans actually think. Most of our views are shaped by communal groupthink rather than individual rationality. And we hold on to these views due to group loyalty. Bombarding people with facts and exposing their individual ignorance is likely to backfire. Most people don't like too many facts, and they certainly don't like to feel stupid. But don't be don't be so sure that you can convince Tea Party supporters of the truth of global warming by presenting them with sheets of statistical data. Alright, so here's where it gets to the good juice. Two more parts of this, and I'm going to break it down. Just what? So the, power, so the power of groupthink is so pervasive that it's difficult to break its hold even when the views seem to be rather arbitrary. For example, in the United States... This is kind of that. Okay, in the United States, right-wing conservatives tend to care far less about things such as pollution or endangered species than left-wing progressives, which is why Louisiana has much weaker environmental regulations than Massachusetts. Massachusetts. Mass. You know what I'm saying. We are so used to the situation that we take it for granted, but it is really quite surprising. So I'm going to skip that part and go down to here. Similarly, the liberal belief in individual rationality may itself be the product of liberal groupthink. In one of the climatic moments of Monty Python's Life of Brian, a huge crowd of starry-eyed followers mistakes Brian for the Messiah. Brian tells his disciples, you don't need to follow me. You don't need to follow anybody. You've got to think for yourselves. You're all individuals. You're all different. And the enthusiastic crowd then chants in unison, yes, we're all individuals. Yes, we are all different. And Monty Python was parroting the counterculture orthodoxy of the 60s, but the point may be true of the belief in rational individualism in general. Why are there fish tanks? Fish tanks? What are you talking about? That coral piece? What are you talking about? That part? Yeah. Okay, don't laugh too hard. They look like fish tanks. You are allowed to laugh. Those are supposed to be blurry horses. Yeah. Your mind just exploded. 
This is yet another part of the painting that's a fail. Don't be laughing. Diego has dipped out of his chair to mock my blurry horses. Oh, hold on. Use your imagination. I think you can do it. Okay. So that kind of looks like a horse, but that... That is nothing. Okay. That part is nothing. So you trying to make this a blurry horse? Yeah, I was supposed to be okay. done with this thing on June 6th. That didn't happen, but I have continued. Oh, oh, now I see. Yeah, nice. Okay, so like it's that face. So, it's the face so yeah, you see this face right ears. here? Um, little like open spot. Hey, come back over here. You're gonna sound like a, an echo, echo, echo. Tell me what you think about that from over there. Horrible. What? I don't know what it, that. It's supposed to be blurry horse. It looks horse. like a coral piece. Yeah, it's supposed to be a rider, a person riding a horse, but looks super blurry. Owie. Yeah, so as you can see, I have Wait, messed up. Is that 3D? Is that gray part 3D? I have messed up their skin and their no, faces that, six times. Is that part 3D? No. No, that gray part. It's supposed to be kind of 3D. No, 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 that. Yeah, all that's supposed to be popping out a little bit. Because that piece that looks like stairs is popping up. Yeah. How do you paint okay. to make it look 3D? That's just... So it takes shadows and angles and highlights. That makes it look 3D. Oh. And when I look at this painting, let me tell you something that is tough to do. I've done a lot of paintings, but underneath the finished product, when I am say I'm done, underneath it, is probably at least three or four terrible paintings where I kept messing up and messing up and then I paint over it and over it. And so when I see this one, I have to tell myself, oh yeah, remember the other paintings that looked bad before you finished? So this is at the bad level. And then when I'm done, it'll look good. Okay. But all the other ones, if you saw the first or second time I started, they looked terrible. Like, you know, Mr. Larry? I sure remember when we were at Steve's house. Yeah. Um, and we were in the garage, and they painted all that dirt with my white muscle shirt. It got all <laughs> dirty, so then I got rid of it. Yep. And you had your cowboy boots on? Yeah. And jeans. Mm-hmm. That's still your dirt right under there. Except it's, you painted over. Yep. Everything gets painted over and over. But I want you to help me with the dirt splashes. When do you want to do that? You want to do it today? I don't know. Well, we can do it when we get back. Yeah. Because we're leaving this week. Father's son is upon us again. So in two more weeks, we'll tell everybody about how Father's son camp trip went. This time it's going to be me, you, and Miles. All right, so and, how do we... And? And? That's it. Eli. Nope, he can't go. What, why? He's got to work. Eli has a job. Eli is no longer a little kid. He has a job now, what and he it? has entered adulting, which means you have to ask for days off, and he did not get those days off. He has to work, so he what, cannot what is, go. What's his job? I don't know where he's working, but he's got a job. And he can't take days off work. Wait, so at all? At, well, not when, not when we're camping. So he can never go on the camping trip again? He will next year. 
But this year, nope. Not with us, anyways. I think he's going to go with the guys on a different weekend. Why? Well, why can't we do it the weekend he goes? We can't. We what? cannot go twice. No, I'm saying... This is a long journey. No, I'm saying... Why can't we just, like, go the week Eli goes? Because this is the week we picked. Boom. And you get to do lots of work. Cutting wood, chopping wood, burning the fire. You get to put in lots of work. You're on KP. Kitchen patrol. That means you're going to be washing dishes. Yeah. Whoop, whoop. You're going to be helping with the cooker, making some eggs. Mm-hmm. It's going to be good. You get to build a tent. That's what I'll do. You know what I think I'm going to do? I'm going to make you and Miles build a tent. Not make us. Oh, make you. I'm going to sit down on a chair and just say, make the tent. No. I'm drinking water in the shade. No breathing until lunch. I mean, until dinner. No eating until dinner. So detoured off the book. The point of what I was reading is that just to remember, think for yourself, ask some questions. Why are you doing what you're doing? Ask yourself for a second, why are you thinking what you're thinking? And just make sure you're not just following along with everybody's ideas of how you should think and how you should feel. Just take a second to self-analyze. Check yourself. But before you wreck yourself. Does that sound better? It's terrible. Oh. I sound just like Drake. No. Uh, yeah. I just realized the other day. No. Diego was trying to ask me what songs he likes. I know he loves Drake. And he did not know. No, I sound just like Drake. No, no, no. Don't interrupt. I sound just like him. So when I sing it, don't ask for my autograph because I sound just like him. Okay. It's still me. It's still dad. I know you're going to freak out and want my autograph, okay? You don't sound like Drake. Are you ready? Okay. No, I'm not ready. Here we go. No. Kiki, do you love me? Oh, my gosh. I sound just like Drake. Oh, man. You should have saw Diego's face. I look just like... He thought... He almost handed me paper to sign him. I'm not Drake. It's me still. I did not give you paper to sign (laughs) it. still me. And I do... My face... Don't ask to get in my airplane. It's still me, Dad. I don't have an airplane. Oh, my gosh, Dad. Kiki, do you love me? Oh, sound just like him. I'm telling you. I know. I'm not it, giving hey, you a paper. I don't want to go me. on the same play that you have. It's me. I know it's, it's you. It's still me. And you I don't sound... Not. You got... Yeah. I'm not Drake. Okay? I know you're not Drake. And you don't sound like Drake. <laughs> yeah. Anyways. Back in health, I just got some health results. Remember? We went to the place they pulled my blood... They tested it. I feel healthy. I'm eating healthy foods, but am I actually healthy? The only way to know is get some blood. No, you you watch? Did you watch the needle go in? Right. Blood's out of there. Checked. Everything's healthy. Good. I'm gonna continue to what I'm doing. So everybody else, get your Eat blood chocolate. checked. Check if you're healthy. Chocolate. Fix it if Ice you're not. Ice cream. Pizza. No. None um, of that. Let's see. Take care. Well, of I know a healthy thing: White Krispies, Oreos. Why did you become yogurt. a baby? Wait, see, what? 
Those bad foods make you turn into a baby. Bacon. Oh boy. All right. Tacos. Everybody. <laughs> be healthy out there. Be healthy, y'all. Yeah. Don't eat any food that I just said. <laughs>